I was at a wedding the other day. Uh, the wedding of uh, Bobby Davis, who is Purpose Wrestling's... Uh, I'm going to call him the tech guy on shows. And he's also the graphic designer of the shows. Uh, not of the shows, of the graphics, right? the match graphics. And he had a lovely wedding. It was an incredible day. So fun. Uh, while I was devouring my my delicious pork dish that I really enjoyed, I was having a conversation with the people that are around us on the table uh, about Christmas movies and what counts and doesn't count as a Christmas movie. So there's there's three categories that we can fit what people might consider a Christmas movie into. Okay, the first one is movies that can be seen at Christmas, right? We're talking about... Uh, no, no, not movies that can be seen at Christmas. I mean, movies that are tradition or are going to become tradition to be seen at Christmas. Harry Potter, for example. Apparently, like, for years now, Harry Potter has been a big tradition at Christmas, right? In Portugal, Christmas Day will always... One of the TV channels will always have the Lord of the Rings trilogy, that's like in, in Portugal, some people will associate Lord of the Rings with Christmas because of that, because of the fact that they it's a, a movie that they see at Christmas all the time. There's a second category, which the two examples that I just talked about don't fit, which is movies where the plot happens at Christmas. This is key. Okay. I'm talking about movies where what is happening they are set at christmas time right doesn't necessarily mean that the the story is directly related to christmas you just know the movie is set the story is set in christmas time at the third and the third category is movies that the story is about christmas right so on the second category, I'm talking about, well, the famous Die Hard discussion, right? Is Die Hard a Christmas movie? Because it happens at Christmas, you know? And on the third category would be movies like, well, The Grinch, right? Um, there's there's one movie that I'm not sure which of the categories it fits. Uh, because it's it's up for debate if the, the movie is about Christmas or happens at Christmas. Which is... Um, uh, forgot the name of it but it's the the Ebenezer Scrooge movie um uh, Christmas fairy tale something like that I don't know I don't remember um but that is Christmas Carol thank you appreciate it someone in the house is scream just scream who it was a Christmas Carol not sure if you guys heard it I'm not sure which one of the two categories it fits if it fits the a movie about Christmas or a movie that happens at Christmas time because now we go into a new discussion of what is, like, what about a something a movie makes it about Christmas, right? Um, for those who know, for those who know, I am live right now recording this, recording the Dave Francisco show. We'll talk about this change of name in a second, and um, and the chat is 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 throwing. Um, Tomatoes at me because I don't know the name of the movie. I'm not that big into Christmas, guys, right? But I'm big into discussions and I'm big into logic and making sense of the world. And these three categories, movies that are tradition to be seen at Christmas now, movies where the story happens during Christmas time, 
and movies that are about Christmas are a good way a good way of uh, schematizing the divisions that people have the argument about, you know? Because some people this helps to so have an abstract thinking and an abstract framework helps to then decide what something is or isn't because then you don't have an emotional connection to it. You decide beforehand the framework of your decision and then the decision is just going to fit, right? Whatever it is. I believe, and I think it's a consensus. Well, mm, may not be, but normally when, when we bring specific examples, at least we can realize how people are um, wrong or... or, or are, what's the right word for this? Uh, inconsistent with their choices of what is and what isn't a Christmas movie. Because while everyone can agree the, these three categories at least exist, they will then pick a movie from the same from one category and say it's a Christmas movie, and then say that another movie from the exact same category is not because of the emotional connection they have with the movie. I believe that we should consider movies that happen at Christmas as Christmas movies. So with that said, I believe Die Hard is a Christmas movie. There was another example we were having in this discussion at the table, and I keep trying to, to remember what the movie was, and it keeps escaping me. But someone gave another example of a movie that is a plot... Oh, Love Actually, right? Uh... The plot happens at Christmas. But you can't really say that Love Actually is a movie about Christmas. But we all agree. We all agree that Love Actually is a Christmas movie. If Love Actually is a Christmas movie, then Die Hard needs to also be a Christmas movie. Because the reason why Love Actually is a Christmas movie is because it's a movie that happens at Christmas. It's not a movie about Christmas. It's a movie that happens at Christmas. If we all agree Love Actually is a Christmas movie, we need to all agree that Die Hard is a Christmas movie. What's the difference? The genre? One is a romance and the other one is an action movie? Action movies cannot be Christmas movies? I'm, I'm, that, that silence was me waiting to hear your answers. Your replies to this. Tell me I'm wrong. You know how to. davidfrancisco.net slash voicemail. Send me a voicemail. We can continue this conversation. Hi, everyone. Welcome to the David Francisco Show, apparently. I'm a damn good professional wrestler. David Francisco. And this is my show. I used to call this the David Francisco Podcast, but I've I've grown it into something that's, that's more and bigger. And Instagram, I asked this on Instagram, and everyone 100% unanimously said... Yes, you should call it the Dave Francisco Show. On on YouTube Live, uh, I am recording this live right now, and I've asked before we started recording the show, that I asked my, my live chat, um, what should I call it? Should it be the podcast or the show? And everyone's saying the show, so I guess this is it. I guess you decided this is the David Francisco Show now. Well done. Thumbs up. Thanks for the help, everyone. I'll be streaming in the next few weeks on Wednesday. After 7 o'clock, normally after 7.30 as well, I'll be recording the show, and then we'll have the after show on the chat, and uh, I'll be able to continue. And join me in the lives. It's it's fun. If you can do it, join me, because it's a, it's a different experience. You can experience the David Francisco show with everyone next to you on the chat. That'd be cool. I've got a few announcements today, and I'm going to go straight into them. 
Why am I calling this the Dave Francisco show? What is happening? What's on my mind? It's now December. I've been waiting to for December to be able to announce this. And it's time for me to announce this now. I'm ready for it. On January 1st, 2022, David Francisco is launching a Patreon. Yep, I am launching a Patreon. Let's talk about the reasons to do this. Why I'm launching this Patreon. Give me a, a break. Sigur water for the working man. Shout out Steve Austin. Okay. Full disclosure. I have... Let's call them professional commitments outside of wrestling. This is how I'm going to put it. And this is the expression I'm going to use it. Professional commitments outside of wrestling. And truth is, <laughs> I don't know if this happened to some other people. I've talked with a few friends and they say that, that he has. The pandemic, the fact that it gave us all that time, even if it took away ways of spending that time, the pandemic gave us all that time. And now that work is back, it took that time away. And there are a few people, including me, that feel that they were starting to develop projects, especially people like, well, let me allow me to say it, uh, people like me who are very creative and have their own projects and want to start their own things. Um, they had that time to at least do the best they could during the pandemic. A year ago, we were doing a stream every every day. We did. Um, we started the vlogs on YouTube. We restarted the podcast. We did so much stuff. And then professional commitments outside of wrestling come back. And I lose a lot of hours that I really want to dedicate to this. Not because... Not because... Um, I I am being comes in a selfish way of like this is what I want to do like pay me to make sure you do it but because I made a commitment I have this audience right as I said there's people who listen to the show here there's people who are watching this live on the podcast on YouTube right now and and this audience has I've 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 promised something and I've kind of like delivered them um something that I very much enjoy but I can't stick to consistency because I don't have the time to do it. So I want to slowly graduate away from those professional commitments outside of wrestling and be able to dedicate as much time as I can to to this. Not, not just to wrestling and training and uh, and being on shows, but also being able to communicate with the audience that I've that I've created around me. That I, I've said this a lot. I'm going on a journey. And you guys, I want you to come with me on this journey. And you have. You know, so many of you in so many ways have been able to have shown that they're you're sitting next to me and you're supporting me on this journey. And I, I feel like I failed to give you the promise of the consistency that I want to guarantee. So I am going to launch this Patreon platform. And hopefully we'll be able to grow it in a way where I can dedicate as much time as possible to well to you to you listening to this to you watching this um i don't think i will have a lot of um, special content on the patreon like things that will be patreon only but this is what i have in mind and i would love to hear your suggestions either like tweet me or message me uh, or whatever or just send a voice note if you'd like send on voicemail send me the suggestions for this but this is right now what i have in mind 
So obviously you're listening right now or watching the Dave Francisco show. The the show will still be available in full on podcast for free. I will put the full recording of the show on Patreon. If people want to watch the video of the show, they can go on Patreon and they can watch it there. I'll put some clips of it out, um, but it's available in podcast form and it will be available in videos like adapted to the platforms as it is. But that would be one exclusive that will be available for, for the Patreon uh, people there. Also, maybe I'll be able to have like a special Q&A with just Patreon people, you know? Um, even the lives, they're not going to stay on YouTube. Right now I'm live on YouTube, as I said, but this is not going to stay on YouTube. It may stay in December, but once 2022 arrives, it's not going to happen. It's not going to stay on YouTube. Um, you can still see the show and, and, and listen to the show afterwards. If you want to see my fate, like it, this is just me sitting. If you've never seen the video, you can go on YouTube and you can see the latest edition and this one as well. This is me sitting in front of my background talking. So there isn't that much of a difference between what you're listening, if you're listening to this and, and actually watching me. But it will be one exclusive that's W there, right? Another exclusive is probably my Discord community. I'll probably only, I'll, I'll probably open it to the Patreon um, subscribers, right? Patre my patrons, that's the way you say it, right? My patrons, but everyone that's already on Discord will definitely be grandfathered in. So don't worry, if you're already on my Discord, I'm not going to make you pay to stay right uh but from then on i'll probably maybe with new members of the discord will probably be because a lot of people do this will 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 have to be members of the the patreon there to go on discord um also there was one. Oh yeah i loved when i was doing game streams and sometimes we would just play together right when we played um um what's the word um jackbox party games right and I haven't done that for a while, but I really like that. And I think that's a good exclusive to, to be on Patreon. I'm definitely going to do like Patreon exclusive uh, streams and, and game nights. That would be something that would be very cool to do with my patrons. And of course, all of the YouTube videos will have um, the Patreon mentions at the end and maybe other content will, will do the same. Uh, maybe even the show at the end will have me reading names if that's feasible. I don't know. I'll have to think about that. But that's a few of the things that I have there. The Patreon would not be, the Dave Francisco Patreon would not be a thing where you can get extra content, like OnlyFans, some people are suggesting. It's not the idea. It's just a, hey, if you like what I put out, if you want to support me in this, this journey that I'm going through, and you want to help me in some way to continue to bring you the vlogs, the show, the wrestling highlights, all the stuff that I do that I feel like I haven't been able to fully commit to the way that I want to. If you want to support me on that, the Patreon's there for you to give me a hand. So that's one announcement. It will come in January 2022. There will be a Dave Francisco Patreon. Another announcement. A project that I've been working for a while now and I am ready to... Um, go in, full in on it. These, uh, for the past year, year and a half, I've been doing online classes with Knuckle Locks and they are a format that really works and I think that they've been very helpful for a lot of people. Training wrestling can be a compliment of, like, just, just in the ring won't be enough. Like, when you, when you go to a training class, you want to... Your time in the ring is limited. 
So if you go to a training session that lasts two hours, you want to spend as much time in the ring as possible, focusing on the, on the physical part of wrestling as possible. So normally, naturally, there won't be as much emphasis on the mental, the psychological part of wrestling. What I want to do is create a platform where you can learn and complement your training in wrestling through the possibilities of online content and online classes. So I am going to also launch a learning platform called Learn the Ropes. Um, I've, I've done, I'm doing right now a promos workshop that is uh, focused on this, that is uh, under this Learn the Ropes banner. And instead of just doing like regular classes because it's class day, I'm going to organize it in workshops and master classes. And I'm also going to have special content, especially when it comes to um, like match training, like re watching matches, tape study. Uh, I'm going to be able to put it somewhere like the Patreon. That Patreon will definitely be uh, with special content behind it. It won't just be a support thing, but that is definitely happening. A platform where, we are, where I can teach and help people learn about ring psychology and um, similar aspects of this uh, character, promos, all of that. It will come and it's going to be out there. And this is me officially announcing it. And I'm very excited about where we're going with it. That's two announcements, uh, and there we go. It's out there. It's not in my head anymore. It's out there, and now I guess I'm going to have to make it happen. If you have any suggestions or anything you want to say or ask, then just send me a, voice, a voicemail if you listen to the podcast. We can continue the conversation here. Or just send me a message. I'm happy to like with a DM. I may not be able to reply to all of them, but that'd be cool, and, and it's going to be out there. What have I been doing this weekend? Um... Or, or the, the most recent wrestling that I had. Let's look at that first, and then let's go into wrestling the future, and then let's listen to this voice voice mail here. Keep going back between voicemail and voice notes. Um, a week ago on Thursday, I was at Fight Nation Wrestling. I made my FNW debut. Mark True is there as well. Mark True is on the chat right now. What's up, Mark? I see you. And uh, it was uh, it was fun, even though it was cold. It was so cold. It was like right where like that big wave of cold hit, and it was so cold backstage as well as like not a month in the show because the adrenaline rushes in. But man, was the venue cold. But I went and uh, I left an impression, left a mark. Uh, everyone in Eastbourne hates me, and that's great. My um, my streak of making uh, <laughs> children cry in wrestling audiences <laughs> when I'm in the family shows. Um, has in increases has another one. I, I it took me five forty five seconds during my entrance to get one kid to cry just because I wouldn't fist bump him. Um, it is what it is, you know. I I, I got a gift. Uh, it, it, and I just need to to make sure I I I commit to this gift that I have. Had a match with Damon Moser, super intense, and um, it was very fun. I think it's gonna be on power. No, it's definitely gonna be on powered for TV. I think that's what it is. Powered for TV. Uh, you'll be able to see it if you have a subscription there. As well as all the, the Fight Nation library, which includes the old IPW shows. Um, it will all be there. You can see that match there. And now she'll be able to also see it and put some highlights out. It was very fun. And uh, I got to see Matt Kurt win the Z7 Championship uh, in in a crazy ladder match. And... And it was good to just do like a long drive, but very fun. I was able to share the car with um, with our medic, Caitlin, also a medic of purpose, and uh, Sky Smithen. I think it was the first time we shared a, a, a car journey. And uh, just fun people to be around. 
fun people to be around. It was a Thursday as well. So it was really weird to just like have wrestling again in the middle of the week. I haven't had one of those in so long. So I was able to um, to to just like have that different experience there. That was cool. And, and I'm looking forward to returning to Fight Nation. Uh, I'm sure it will happen again in 2022. So check them out. That was cool. UKPW as well had uh, on Saturday... This Saturday that just passed, uh, straight out of Falconwood, they sold out the show. It was a sold out show. It was so fun. I teamed with Ava White against. Uh, I keep talking about him. Keep talking about Mark True. I teamed with Ava White against Teens with Attitude, and uh, we couldn't get to win. Uh, they are the team. We, we just teamed for the first time. We're trying to to get out of the the rut of defeat, you know, at uh, UKPW. Apparently couldn't do it. I don't know. Like, she didn't shake their hands after the match. So, I don't know. I don't know what's up with her. But something's definitely up with her. I don't know. We'll be there. But that was fun. That will be available for free very soon. UKPW will be able to see it. And uh, I have got two more announced appearances that are coming uh, in uh, next week. Right? Purpose Wrestling next Friday, 10th of December in Wimbledon. We return. And uh, it's... There's, there's been a few changes to the card due to one reason or another, but it's still going to be an incredible show. I, I am very much looking forward for you guys to see what we have ready for you. And uh, we'll be able to announce everything that needs to be announced uh, very quickly, uh, very soon. And um, I'll be there. I'll be in the main event because, of course, I will. I'm David Francisco teaming with Jordan Brakes and Nino Bryan and someone else. I don't know. Against Destination Everywhere. It's going to be a battle. An intense, crazy battle. The next day, so make sure you come to Purpose. Uh, links uh, for tickets and everything, purposewrestling.com slash puppiesareforever. There's still a few tickets available, so get them before they sell out. Don't say I didn't warn you. And um, also, the day after, Southwest London, I am finally going to have my singles match with the OGMO. I had a singles match with him once. It lasted 30 seconds, and I beat him for a championship. And um, we never talked about it since. Yeah. That singles match is going to happen in uh, it's uh, Long Ditton. It's like Surbiton. So if you're around, if you're in London, around Southwest London, I'm sure there'll be good transport links. If you have nothing to do on Saturday and you want to come down. And the best part about that show, it's for charity. You're helping out um, the Red Cross. Uh, all the funds, all the procedures of that show are going to go to Red Cross and we're all contributing as we can so it'd be great to have you there on that show as well that'd be very, very fun so that's gonna, that's uh, that's what the show's going to look like uh, what my weekend's going to look like and I hope that I'll be able to do a vlog of that double day as always, like I can't do a vlog on purpose it's just busy days, you know I just can't do it like that but hopefully I'll be able to do a vlog um, like mix that with... Um, the day after and put a vlog out. I have two vlogs to come out that are so delayed. I was talking about this earlier. Like, I haven't... I want more time to be able to put these things out, right? The UKPW show on Halloween day and then uh, a super vlog of my trip to France followed by my debut for Pro. That will still be coming out soon on my YouTube channel. If you haven't yet subscribed to my YouTube channel, youtube.com slash dfrancisco underscore one if you want to see the life of a professional wrestler firsthand. Right, let's uh, listen to these voice notes. Voice note time. I have three voice notes. It's three questions that I'm very much looking forward to answer here. Let's listen to the first one. David, I took too long doing my last one, so I thought I would um, send another one. Um, 
I just said love you to everyone and I asked you what your favourite match is coming up on purpose because I know the answer and I want you to stroke my ego a bit. Uh, I'm trying to say it really fast cause, so I can get the thing over and done with. Um, yes, bye. Love you. Bye. Love you. <laughs> he cut himself off as well. Billy Hayes, everyone. Billy Hayes says he loves you all. Uh, great to have you here and thanks for the voice note. Make sure you send one every week. Um, tell me tell me your thoughts are on, on stuff that we talked about here. Um, yeah, if you want to send a voicemail, by the way, uh, you have a 90-second uh, limit. Uh, after 90 seconds, it cuts you off. What is my fate? The match I'm looking forward to in purpose the most? Well, it's the one I'm in because you know I'm David Francisco, and I get to beat up Destination Everywhere one more time. I got a pretty good track record when it comes to facing Destination Everywhere. Pretty good. So, yeah, I think uh, I think I'll be fine. I think that's the match I'm looking forward to. Another match I'm very much looking forward to is Laurie Di Matteo versus Kira Kamira. I think they're gonna kill it. It's I'm very interested in seeing that match there. It's a good high-profile thing. Laura is great. I think she's um, she's very underrated. I'm very happy to to have her on on purpose. That should be really cool. Uh, another match that I'm very excited about is not something that I can say here live because it's been an exclusive of the newsletter. There's a purpose newsletter, and uh, they tend to get news first before everyone else. That's a match that's exciting as well. Oh, uh, and and you, Billy, you're gonna be on the show, right? Yeah, yeah, you're gonna be on the show. That's um, that's cool. Nico's great. Nico will be really good. Yeah, yeah. Nico, um, Nico will be a uh, Nico will be outstanding. Very much looking forward to seeing Nico wrestling. Yeah. Thanks for the voice, Mo. Yo, what's up, Dave Francisco? Like, I'm gonna get straight to the point. I love what you're doing, and I want to be a part of it. Now, me and you both know that big boy wrestling is what's popping at the moment. And there's nothing I'd love more than to pop down to Purpose Wrestling and see who wants to get slapped about and who thinks they can slap me about in return. You don't ask, you don't get. So I'm asking. Now let's get it. That's Kelly Six right there shooting his shot. Is that the expression? Shooting his shot. Hey, Kelly, great to hear you from the here on the podcast. Um, people just really want to talk to me as a promoter, isn't it? I guess it is what it is, right? I do wear that hat. I want to make some hats. I want to like have a um, a hat that says trainer, a hat that says promoter, a hat that says wrestler, a hat that says content creator, host. <laughs> and I just keep changing the hats according to what it is. He's laying down the challenge, everyone. Kelly Six right here. Laying down the challenge. He leaves a comment here about how um, heavyweight wrestling is popping. <laughs> I'm going to say this to my own detriment because I can look myself in the mirror. <laughs> His heavyweight wrestling popping because we've all been inside for over a year now. And we look like we've been inside for over a year now. And we just accepted it. We're just like, you know what? Should we spend another year trying to get back to the shape that we were before? Or should we just take it? Let's just take it, right? Let's just be fat. <laughs> oh, man. It is true, though. There's like a, um, a bit of a narrative here about how... Um, there seems to be a trend, at least in, in British wrestling, not just in British wrestling, but British wrestling, because it's the closest one that I'm, ha uh, I'm at, obviously, of more wrestlers that are, are heavyweights and want to wrestle like heavyweights, you know? We seem to be going away from the trend of um, spotty high fly -y. Um And I think, I think it's good to have a little bit of everything. You know, variety is great. I think that both um, 
it's both good that there's a lot of different things on offer when it comes when from the perspective of a fan. There's so many different wrestlers with different things to offer, and it's good that wrestlers themselves are specializing. Uh, Minoru Suzuki said about John Moxley. John Moxley is really bad at a lot of things, and that's what makes him great, because he focused on the things that he's good at, and he excels at them. Suzuki said something along these lines. The reason John Moxley is so good at what he does is because he's really bad at what he doesn't do. And that focus, that liberty of us indie wrestlers to wrestle as we want and not feel like we have to um, wrestle in a certain way because it's how it's supposed to be. It's a good thing, right? Obviously, there's limits. And at the end of the day, it's what the audience wants. At the end of the day, we should need to do what the audience... Uh, we are wrestling for an audience here. And if they're interested, then we are interesting. So here's the thing, Kelly Six. And I don't know, I'm not exactly sure I'm going with this, but... You're challenging. You're bringing up the challenges. Who wants to slap you? And who wants to get slapped? Who wants to slap you? You know? How would people be interested in seeing you? How, and here's the question I'm asking here, how can you make yourself someone that people want to see slapped? What do you got, Kelly? What do you got? Take that as a challenge. Not from the promoter. From David Francisco the Wrestler. I wish I had the hats. I'd have like a bit, you know. Billy Hayes is on the chat right now. He's saying he's offended. Um, and saying he's a horse wrestler. Billy, you're not, buddy. You're not. Kelly, thanks for the voicemail. Voice note, voicemail. Good. As you said, you need to shoot your shot. I love it. Hello, David. Easy question. What do you currently miss? from training people in professional wrestling after doing it consistently for so long. See ya. That's Ben. Oh my God. Ben, I forgot how to say your last name. I think it's Hendley's. We had this conversation so many times, but it's been so long that I forgot what the right way is. Because Hendley's is, is, is Spanish, but you prefer Hendley's, I think. I don't remember, and I'm so sorry. Ben. Um... Big contributor of the of the show, a trainee of mine as well, and um, he asked me. Forgot the question. For focus on the <laughs> on this last note. Uh, what do I miss the most? You know, the the best thing about being a trainer is the moment people re people get. Hello, David. Oh, Easy question. Oh, thanks, Ben. I what didn't want do you currently miss yourself, from? <laughs> I wasn't expecting you to repeat yourself, Ben. Um, the moment people get it. Uh, I see being a trainer as the facilitator of a realization. You know, people will understand, um, like, what... Like, people, people come to you because they want to... Because they're they're even because they realize it or not they they're they're all blocked that they're facing a a block in their development. And you as a trainer, your job is to do your best to help them go through that block. They need to go through that block themselves. You can't grab them and shove them over the block. They need to do it by themselves, but they might not know how to get through the block. And then your job is to try to make them figure out how to get through the block. 
And sometimes a light, like you say something or you do something or you explain something and you can see in people's eyes that the light bulb went off or on, the light bulb went on, that they, they just realized. And sometimes you've been, you've been telling them for, for three months the same thing, but they, wasn't, they weren't ready by the time, but they're ready now and they just realized they got it. And that moment is so satisfying, so gratifying. Like I, I live for the thrill of being in a training session, saying something or showing something, looking in someone's eyes and they are like, oh, you can tell something in their heads went on and they made a connection that's going to be helpful from then on out. They just went over that hurdle. They just went through that block. They got it. That's the thing I miss the most. Thanks for your voicemail on the map. Ah, I can never close these properly. Thanks for your voicemail, Ben. I appreciate it. That's where we're going to leave the show this week. Thank you very much for listening and for your voicemails. I appreciate it. Uh, I think... How long was this? Okay, not as long as it was last week, but still. <laughs> but still. And uh, thanks for listening. Thanks for watching. Exciting stuff ahead coming and I am very excited to share all of this with you. I'm staying on the after show here with my YouTube chat. As for you, I'll be back next Thursday. Thanks for being there on that side. Thanks for listening. I'll talk to you again next time. Cool. Cool. <laughs>